Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Today we are learning Daf Mem Beis Amud Beis, but we will begin on Daf Mem Beis Amud Aleph with the beginning of the parak. The Mishnah says as follows: Ve'elu Oivrin BePesach. On these following products, a person violates the Isser of Bal Yirah, Bal if he has them in his Rishus on Pesach. We're going to see now the discussion in this Mishnah and in most of the Gemara for today is about the specific products, the general halacha as to why these products are different. And why they, although you are over Bal Yirah, Bal if you keep them in your Rishos on Pesach, but you're not, but there's no chi of kares on the, on, on eating this chametz. So in, in a certain sense, it behaves like chametz in that you can't have it in your Rishos on Pesach. But in another sense, it does not behave like chametz. If a person eats them, they're, they're over a lav, but they are not chayev kares. The explanation for all of that, we will learn Be'ezer Hashem and the next Amud. But for now, we're going to focus on the products that are mentioned as follows. Be'elu Oivrim Be'Pesach, the following products, we violate the Isra of Bal Yirah, Bal if we have it in our Rishos on Pesach. Kusach HaBavli, Babylonian Kusach. Kusach is a, is, a, is a dip that has chametz in it, a very sharp, strong dip that has chametz in it, as we will see in the Gemara. B'Sheichar HaModi, Sheichar HaModi is beer from, from Modai. Um, as you will see, the first four um, products that are mentioned are all different names of different countries. There's Kusach from Bavel, Sheichar from Modai, the Chaymetz HaEdoimi, and there's Edoimi Roman um, vinegar, and there's Zesum HaMitzri, and there's Egyptian Zesum, exactly what Zesum is, we'll see in the Gemara. Now the Gemara mentions three other products. The Zoyman Shel Tzvaim, the Zoyman, which the Gemara will explain what that is, of people who dye clothing. Tzvaim is a lotion of Tzeva of a dye. The Amelon Shel Tabachim, and the very worked on dough of bakers, lotion of Amel, of hard work. It's the very worked on dough of bakers. The kailon shall sfarim shall seifrim, and the and 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 kailon of the seifrim of those who either write sfarim or teach Torah. Again, we'll see more at length in the Gemara. So these seven products, a person is over bal yiro bal if they're in his rishos on Pesach. But he's not, they're not chayiv karis, as we'll see in a moment. Rebbe Lezer, Oimer, Rebbe Lezer says he adds aftachshite nashim, even things that are adornments for women that contain chametz, also are included in this, in this klal. Zeha klal, this is the rule. Kol min dogon, anything. If it has in it one of the five grains, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, has grain in it, a person, he's, then he violates on Pesach. What does he violate? These are shayach to an iser lav, but ve'ain bohen mishum kores, but they do not have kores. 
Now we mentioned Kusa Chabavli, which was a Babylonian dip, a very strong dip. The Gemara goes a little bit off topic to discuss the health qualities of, of this food. Tana Rabbana, we learned in a brisa, Shloisha Dvarim Ne'emorim B'Kusa Chabavli. There were three things that were said about Kusa Chabavli. Mitamte Mesalev, it stuffs up the heart. Not sure exactly what that means, what the, the effect of that is. Is that a cholesterol thing? Is that an emotional thing? I'm not sure. Umesame es it blinds the eyes. Umakchesh es and it weakens the body. And the Gemara explains why these three things. Metamte mesalev, the thing that has the effect of being metamte mesalev, mishum nesyuve dechalba, that's because of the nesyuve of milk. What's the nesyuve? It's like the whey, it's the liquid that separates when milk is turned into cheese. So there's the, there's the part of the milk that thickens, and then there's a watery substance that, that, that separates from it. That watery substance is called nesyuve dechalba, and it hasn't the effect of being metantem, of, of stop, stopping up the heart. It blinds the eyes, mishum milcha, because of the salt, because we know that there are certain types of salt that if they get in the eyes, they could blind the eyes. That's one of the reasons that's brought down why we wash Mayim Achreinim, to get that salt off our fingers. Umakchesh as haguf, and it weakens the body. Mishum kumnisa de umar, because of the spoiling of the bread, because in this kusach is bread, and is crumbled up crumbs of bread, and when they spoil and they get moldy, it has a it has a poisonous effect on the guf. Now, while we mentioned while we mentioned the product that has three effects on the guf, the Gemara continues along this theme. And the Gemara says as follows Tanurabana we learned in Ebraisa, Gimul Dvorim Maribin Hazevel. There are three things that if a person eats them, it increases his waist. In other words, it's, there's a lot of psoilus, it's not good for his stomach. The kaififines hakoima, and it bends over his height. He becomes bent over because of it. The noitlin echod mechomesh meos mi moor enov, and it removes one five hundredths, one five hundredth of the brightness of his eyes. Shaladam of a person. Eluhain, these are the three things that have that devastating effect on a person. Pas kiber, which is coarse bread. The sheicher chadosh, new beer, fresh beer. The yerek chai and fresh vegetables. Now, I just want to point out before we see the next brisa that we're seeing certain things here about foods that may contradict our sense today of what's healthy and what's not healthy. Like we'll see, for example, that the Gemara seems to um, emphatically say that pure bread, pure bread and pure, um, you know, flour, you know, finely sifted flour is healthier than, than whole wheat bread, let's say. So today, if you ask a doctor, it's most likely that he'll say that whole wheat bread is healthier. It's important to keep in mind several important yesodos. First of all, um, 
first of all, we're not 100% sure what we're talking about here. In other words, although we have a basic definition of the different products that we're talking about, but we don't have all the nuances of how they were made to know how they affected health. Second of all, we also don't have full, full trust in, in what the doctors are telling us is healthy today because it seems to change every few years. The Gemara is saying a certain MS that may be the final maskana that when we get to the real, the real, uh, um, uh, final, uh, information about what's healthy and what isn't, but doctors still have a lot to learn. And finally, the Sfarim say that over many, many years, also people's bodies change and what's healthy today may not be what was healthy a few a few centuries ago. So it could be that changes took place and it could be today which bread is healthier for us is different than the way it was uh, many, many years ago. So therefore, we're just going to take the Pasha B'Sha, what the Gemara says, as MS and we will not be concerned if some of these foods, we feel like they are healthier or less healthy than the Gemara mentions. Okay, we're two lines from the bottom on Membe. Let's continue. Tanu Rabbanon. We learned in a brayso shloisha dvarim mematines hazevel. There are three things that lessen the amount of waste. They're healthy for the for the stomach. The zoykfines hakoyim and they straighten up a person's height. Umeirim esoenaim and they add light to a person's eyes. Eluhein and they are pas nekia clean bread. Basar shamein fatty meat. Viyayin Yashin and old wine. And the Gemara now explains each of these things. Pasnikia, clean bread. Let's turn the Amit to Membez, Amit Bez. Desmida, that's bread that has silas and it has fine flour. Basar Shamein, fatty meat. Ditsvirta de lo aftach. That's the meat of a goat that never gave birth. That's the healthiest meat. Yayin Yoshein, an old wine, Atik Atiki, very old. Rashi says that means three years old, if it's wine that's at least three years old. And the, the Gemara goes on and says as follows, that usually, Kolmili Demali Lahai, Kosho Lahai, when you have a product that's good for this issue or this symptom or this illness, it ends up having side effects that it's bad for something else. Udikasha lahai, when you have a product that's bad for certain things, mali lahai, it's good for certain things. So many foods, you know, you have their good side effects and bad side effects, and 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 sometimes the medicine that you're taking to get better could have bad side effects, or the thing that you're taking that's maybe unhealthy could have some positive side effects. Um, however, there are certain products that are just good. Zakti Gemara Bar, with the exclusion of Mizangvila Retiva, which is fresh ginger, Upilpali Arichta, and long peppers, Upas Nikia, and pure bread, clean bread, uh, um, whole bread, not, not whole bread, uh, um, um, pure bread, Ubasar Shamein, and and uh, fatty meat, viayin yoshan, and old wine, demali lekule gufa. That's good for every part of the body. It doesn't have any negative effects. 
Sheikhar Hamadi was mentioned in the Mishnah that a person is over if he has Sheikhar Hamadi um, beer from Madai. What's Chametz about beer from Madai? Says the Gemara, the Ramu Bay Mesari, because they put barley water in it. Liquid that has the barley in it is put into this Sheikhar, so it's Chametz. Vaiter, the Mishnah had gone on to say the Chaymetzo Edoimi. Chaymetzo Edoimi is vinegar from Edoim. The Gemara says, what is Chaymetz about Chaymetzo Edoimi? The Shodu Beisari, because they put, they put barley in it. And the Gemara says an unbelievable thing, a little bit off the topic of Pesach, but a very important Yisai. Omar Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said, Betchila, Back in the day, when the Beis HaMikdash was standing, when they would bring Nesachim, they would bring the wine that's poured on the Mizbeach, they would bring the good wine from Yehuda, from the part of Eretz Yisrael of Yehuda, the wine of Yehuda was such robust, good wine that it would never turn into vinegar. It didn't turn bad. If you wanted to make vinegar, you didn't just wait for the wine to turn bad. You had to do something to it. Until you actually put barley into it, that's the only way to make it ferment and become vinegar. So therefore, So vinegar that had barley in it, that was stam vinegar. Because otherwise, it wouldn't become vinegar. If it was just wine, it stayed wine. So if it's vinegar, it must be that there's barley in it. But now everything has changed, Rav Nachman said. That was then. But but now that we're in Golos, so the bracha went away, Loyaleinu, from Klal Yisrael, and went to the Goyim. Went to the Goyim. So now, Now the wine of the, of Edoim, of Rome, does not become Chametz. Until we put barley into it, the Kairin Oisai, and it's wine with barley that we call Chametz or Edoimi, Chametz from Edoim, because it's Edoim that the wine is so Gishmak, that if you don't add barley, it doesn't turn into vinegar. And this concept that the bracha that Klal Yisrael used to have gets transferred over to the Goyim in Golos is something that we see in Psukim, Zokti Gemara, Lekaye Masha Nemar. This fulfills what it says, Imolo HaChareva. Imolo HaChareva means I will be filled with that which is destroyed. And the Gemara Darshans, Imleo Zu, that when you have Eretz Yisrael and Edom and the descendants of Esav, if this one is full, this one is destroyed. And if this one is full, then this one is destroyed. You never have both Edom and Klal Yisrael in a position of power at the same time. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak Omar Mehocha. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak says we see the same Yisoid from the Nevuah that was said to Rivka Imenu 
when she was expecting Yaakov and Esav, and she asked by the house of shame, by the base medrash of shame, what could be going on? Why is why is why is there a push into to you know to a base to both to the base medrash and to the base avodah And the response was that there are two nations that are going to be created from the two children inside you. And one nation will be stronger than the other. And this is where we learn that Yisaid Kishazek comes and Neufel, when one goes up, the other one falls. Zakti Gemara Tanya, we learned in Abraisa. And here we take the concept that we just learned and we apply it to the Halacha. We learned in Abraisa, Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said, Be Yehuda. In, in Ye- the Yehuda part of Eretz Yisrael, where they, where they made wine, Barishayna originally, back in the day, if somebody bought vinegar from an Am Ha'aretz, from someone who doesn't know the Halacha, and the, as we know, Chazal were misakeing that if we buy something that needs miser taken off of it, and we buy it from an Am Ha'aretz, that there is a din, the Chazal said, that we should separate miser because we don't trust the Am Ha'aretz that he took miser. But if, if somebody buys, says Rabbi Yehuda, that it used to be that if you bought vinegar from an Amoritz, you know that you did not have to take miser from it because you know that it was not wine. Because wine did not turn into vinegar. It was too good. Because it's a chazaka. It's understood that hatemed. It must be that this vinegar came from temed. Temed is like the, the, um, pieces of grapes that were left over when you squeezed out the grapes for the wine, the shmarim of the grapes, they would like prepare it with water and that's when it would sour and become, become chaymets. So that's what temed is. So Rabbi Yehuda says, that when you bought vinegar from an Amoritz, you could assume that it comes from Temed, and, and, and Temed, we'll see why soon, but Temed is not Chayev in Meiser. But the Achshav, but now that we live in this man of Golos, and things are not the way they used to be. Now, now if you buy vinegar from an Amoritz, Tzorech La'aser. Now you have to take Meiser. Because now we say that, you know what, vinegar is it's just wine that turned bad, because the wine is not the way it used to be. Because the chazaka is, that it only comes from wine. So the Gemara asks, hold on a second, does Rabbi Yehuda hold that temed you should not take miser from? This is actually a subject of dispute amongst the Tanoim. Let's see, Vahotanya, we learned in Abraisa. Hamisamed, Vinosan Mayim Bemida, Ubmotso Kidei Midosoi, Potter. If somebody has, um, um, if somebody has this psilas of grapes, he has these crushed grapes. And he wants to make temed, so he puts a, a, a mesamed, he's making temed. So he puts in a certain measure of water, 
And when he's done and the temet is made, let's say he puts in 10 ounces of water. He now has 10 ounces of temet. So that means that the grape may have added taste or flavor or, or helped with that, with that, um, with it evolving into chaimetz. But there was nothing mamoshistic that was added because you have the same amount of temet as the amount of water you started with. That's what it means. Vinasan mayim bemida. You gave a certain measure of water, umatza kedei midasi, and you found that measure. So potter, that's not called that there's grape in there, and therefore you don't have to take maaser from that. It's water. But for Rabbi Yehuda Machayev, Rabbi Yehuda says you're chayev, because Rabbi Yehuda says that the way it looks and the way it tastes is, is a change, and that means it does have grape in it. So you see that Rabbi Yehuda holds, you do need to take maaser from temed. So what did Rabbi Yehuda mean when he said that at a point in time that we assumed that the that the vinegar was made from temed, that you don't have to take maaser? Rabbi Yehuda holds, you do take maaser from temed. Says the Gemara, Hachika Omar. This is what he meant. He didn't mean that by Temed you're not chayiv to take Maiser. He meant, He meant that Amehoaretz aren't nechshad about Temed. Temed is so inexpensive that of course the Amoritz took Maiser. Where do we worry that the Amoritz didn't take Maiser if something is expensive and therefore it's a big Nisaya and it's not easy to give that Maiser? But by Temed, which is very, very cheap, so we there we assume the Amehoaretz gave Maiser. So that's one Teretz. The Gemara says another Teretz is that it depends what type of what type of temed? Um, if you want, you could say nechshadu. That we are chayshad the amoris that he didn't take meiser from temed, but it depends which temed. And it's not a kasha. Hobid daravka, hobid purtsani. One is by daravka. That's a temed that's made from the actual grapes that were crushed. So that adds a little bit more flavor, and that Rabbi Yehuda holds is chayev in Maiser. But Hobbit de Portsani, that's the temid that's made from the pits of grapes. That's much less potent. It's much, and therefore what's, what the, the temid that's uh, created from that, you do not have to take Maiser for. Okay, the Gemara goes on continuing to define the different um, products that are mentioned in the Mishnah, the Zesum HaMitzri, the Zesum of Egypt. What is Zesum HaMitzri? Says the Gemara, my Zesum HaMitzri, Tani Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef said, here is the recipe of Zesum HaMitzri. It's Tilsa Sari, it's a third barley. Tilsa Kortami, it's a third, a, a, a herb called Kortami. Um, I think it's a wallflower. Vitilsa Milcha, and it's a third salt. So it's a barley, uh, has, has, uh, has three different ingredients, one of them being barley, which is why it's chametz. Rav Papa mapik sari umayel chiti. Rav Papa takes out barley and puts in wheat. Rav Papa said it, the ingredients were not barley, but they were wheat. Now, if the Gemara say, says a very interesting thing, which comes to show you how the Gemara held that we should memorize things, though let's not forget that what we're learning is really Tarish Peh. So the Gemara says, and your simon is 
Sisni. Sisni was the name of a Kali in those days. But the point of the word Sisni is that it has two Samachs in it. So the question was, who holds what? Is it Rabbi Yosef that says there was barley and Rav Papa that says there was wheat? Or was it Rav Papa that said it was barley and Rabbi Yosef that said it was wheat? So the Gemara says, if you want to remember which one it was, just think of the word Sisni. Sisni has two letters that have this sound to it, the Samach or Sin sound to it. So that's what we say, that Rabbi Yosef, who has a Samach, is the one who holds that there was Sa'ari, which is barley. Rav Papa, who doesn't have a Samach, is in his name held it was Chiti, which also doesn't have a Samach. So that's the Remez, Sisni. Now, what did you do with these ingredients? Taru lehu, you soaked them. V'kolu lehu, you roasted them. V'tachni lehu, you, 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 you would grind them up. V'shasu lehu, and you would drink it. Midivcha v'yadatzarta. From, I think literally it means from the carbon until Shavuos, but it means from Pesach till Shavuos. And it, it had this effect on a person, decomit marpile. If somebody had a, a, a constipated stomach, it would loosen it. Uderafi, if a person had a loose stomach, machmitle, it would, it would tighten it up. It would, it would, it would help, it would help his stomach, it would help him not have a loose stomach. However, lechayla, for someone who's sick, Isha Ubra, or for an, a, a pregnant woman, Sakanta, it's a Sakana, it would create too much, um, looseness, diarrhea, and it could be very dangerous. Okay, says the Gemara, the Gemara continues, that we have the next case that's mentioned in the Mishnah is Zoimon Shel Tzavoim. What, the Zoimon of Dyers. What is the Zoimon Shel Tzavoim, says the Gemara, Hacha Targimu, over here they explain that it's Maya de Chivri. It's water that has Subin in it, meaning like a, like water with bran in it. And what did they use it for? Ditsavi Bahuliba, they would use it to dye leather. Okay, but it had, um, it had Chametz in it. Um, because it had the Subin, the, the bran, so that was, uh, that would make it Chametz stick. Va'amelon shel tabachim, we said, is the very needed, very worked on dough of, uh, of, of, of shaykhtim. So, what does it mean? Why did shaykhtim need, um, so the Gemara explains, amelon shel tabachim is pas tvua. It's, it's dough, bread, from from grain that was not a third grown. In other words, it's from like premature wheat or some other grain that you would make it into a a, a dough and and bake it. What was the purpose of it? It wasn't for eating. Rather, it was something similar to what we discussed a while ago. That you put it on the top of a pot. And it draws in the impurities, the filth in the, in the tavshil so that it should be clear and pure. And finally, the last one is V'kailon Shel Seifrim. The last one of that list was Kailan Shel Seifrim. What's Kailan Shel Seifrim? So the Gemara says, Hacha Targuma, over here, meaning here in, in, uh, in Bavel, they would explain that what this means is Perura de Ushchefi, that this was the uh, glue 
that shoemakers would use to glue the different oiris, the different hides together to make a shoe. That's what they would say. Rav Shimi Omar. However, Rav Shimi from Chuzna'a said, Zeti Pulan Shal Shiri. This is the, the, like the paste, the, the cream of the daughters of the wealthy people that they would use this paste in order to remove hair from their bodies. And they would, and, and, and they would leave it over, they would leave over, they would give their shirayim, they would give their leftovers to the daughters of Aniyim. And that's the perura de like the little bit of, uh, I'm sorry, that was the tipulan of the benoisa shirin, that they that they would give over to the benois aniim who were can, that's where that's where the word seifrim comes in because the word the the in general the poor girls were the girls who were the daughters of those who are of the malamdim of people that taught you know that taught the school teachers you know the people that taught so they were the ones who didn't have as much money. So the Bnei Ashirim, Bnei Ashirim, the girls from the wealthier families would leave this over, would give this over for the Bnei Anim to use. So that's why it was called Kailan Shel Seifrim. It was like the, the Mechanchim's Kailan. Frakti Gemara, really? That's what it means. V'ha'eni, is this true? V'ha'tani, Rabchia. But didn't Rabchia say, Arba'a mine medina ushleisha mine omnas? This is a great way to remember the Mishnah. The Mishnah mentions seven cases. The first four are countries, as we said. Kusach Bavli, Kusach from Bavel, Sheikhar from Modai, Chaimetz from Edoim, and Zaysum from Mitzrayim. And the second three... The second set of three is, is, is jobs, is, is, um, is, is different types of, uh, of crafts that exist. So you have Zoyman Shel Tzavoim, that's people that dive, Amelon Shel Tabachim, that's Shoichtim or bakers, and then you have the Koylan Shel Seifrim. Now, according to you, Koylan Shel Seifrim just means that it's the hair removal cream of the daughters of, 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 of Malamdim. What's the craft here? What is the umnus here? So it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem consistent with that idea to explain the four and three. So he says, And if you say it's the paste that had belonged to the B'nai Sashirim, what kind of a craft of a, of a profession is here? The Ella, rather, my, my, the Ella, my, so what must we say that we were right in the first shot that we gave, that it's Perura de Ushchefi, that it's the glue that's used for, by shoemakers. But if that's true, what does it have to do with Seifrim? So am I curry lay high Kailan shall seifrim? Why is that called Kailan shall seifrim? Kailan shall ratsanim mi boyle. It should have been called Kailan shall ratsanim of the shoemakers. Omarabaishia Rabaishia said la ilam perura de ushkhafi. Really? Shall 
I think somehow the uh, the recording skipped here a little, so let me just go back a, a minute. Um, so the Elamai, so rather what must it be? It must be Perura de Ushkafi. It must be that it was the glue of a shoemaker. So Amai Kori Lehai Kailan shall save him. So why is it called then Kailan shall save him? Kailan shall rat son in me by It should have been called the Kailan of shoemakers. Amaravoshia, Ravoshia says, Leoilam Perura de Ushkafi. Really, it is the glue that's used for, for, for putting hides together, but it's also used for seifrim. Umay kari le kailan shal seifrim. Why is it called kailan shal seifrim? The seifrim nami medabkin bahuni oraisem. Over here, seifrim really means scribes, kipshutai. And the idea is that seifrim use it to put their papers together, to bind books together. They use glue. So that's what this Perua de Ushkafi does that as well, this Kailan Shel Seifrim, except that it's Chametz, and that's why the Mishnah says that you're over Bal Yerobal Yumatzei, but you do not get Karis for eating it. We'll stop that Mem Beis Omid Beis here, Be'ezer Hashem. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any daf in Shas, including Mara Mekaymas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.